We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Friday, August the 19th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. On today's show, we continue along with our 2022 position unit preview series. Guys, on today's show, I'm breaking down South Carolina's tight ends entering the season. Guys, first things first, we'll look back at how the group fared a season ago. Also, we'll meet the tight ends, talk most to prove, best overall, season will be successful if, and I'll give my overall grade for the unit as well. Also, we have your listener questions, guys, on a packed Friday show. And of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Red Red Fox Roofing. Guys, Red Fox Roofing is a family-owned and operated residential roofing company born and raised in the Carolinas. Of course, they're proud South Carolina Gamecock fans servicing the local Columbia, Charleston, and most of the surrounding areas. They offer free inspections for storm damage, free same-day estimates for full roof replacements, and roof certifications for people getting ready to sell their homes. Also, guys, they know how important shingle quality is when it comes to your roof. That's why they use Atlas Shingles, which is the only shingle manufacturer on the market who's partnered with 3M and has a Scotch Guard protection on their shingles. They offer a lifetime algae resistant warranty that your roof will never have those ugly black streaks from algae buildup. When it comes to the best possible pricing, they've got you covered there as well. Red Fox Roofing is going to be any written estimate and allows financing as well. They service every home as if it was theirs, and their attention to detail and customer service is truly what sets them apart. Guys, simply put, they always leave it better than they found it. Give them a call today at 843-364-3023. That's 843-364-3023 for all of your roofing needs. You can also find them, of course, on social media, on Facebook at Red Fox Roofing. Or if you have any questions, simply go to their website at redfoxroof.com. That's redfoxroof.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it.
Ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Friday, TGIF. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show. As always, very excited to chat with you all here on this Friday. One of our last Fridays without it being game day eve. Guys, let that sink in for just a moment. We've got this Friday. We've got next Friday. And after that, we'll be preparing for kickoff each and every single Friday podcast, just counting down the seconds, even more so than we are now, getting ready to watch Gamecocks football. Hey, guys, we got actual college football back next weekend. If you're a degenerate like me, you can't wait to watch Nebraska in Dublin. You can't wait to watch Vanderbilt head of the island and take on Hawaii. Going to be a blast. 15 days until toe meets leather now at williams Bryce Stadium. Again, guys, I hope this show does find you well. No matter where you are, what you are doing, and I genuinely appreciate you all tuning in, guys. Thank you all so much yet again for another successful week. The podcast is rolling. The Daily Crow is rolling. The merch is rolling. The content is rolling. We're hot. We're going to stay hot, too, as, again, we get closer and closer to kickoff. Guys, first off, a couple of things, a couple of housekeeping items. I want to take a moment to say thank you to all of those who came out last night to Carolina Alehouse in Augusta, Georgia for the latest stop in our TSUS tour. Guys, we're on the back nine. We've hit the home stretch, right? Just a couple of stops left. And I knew it was going to be special coming home, man. For those of you who do not know, I am from North Augusta, South Carolina. I'm from the CSRA. So I had a really good feeling coming back to my hometown. I'd see a lot of family, a lot of friends, a lot of folks maybe I haven't talked to in quite a while. And certainly that was the case. Again, guys, thank you all so much for the continued love and support. I tell you this, people have been asking me, Chris, do you think you'll do the TSUS tour again? And my answers are resounding yes. I mean, it has been a massive success. Heck, I'd like to even do it not in football season, just randomly throughout the year, go to these different locations. Of course, you know, we do the watch parties during basketball and baseball, but the alehouse tour, man, it's just, it's been incredible. I mean, it's been such a blessing. It's really hard to put into words, man. You know, we're so in the midst of it right now. I feel like as the time passes and I'm able to look back on it and look at, you know, what do we do well? What can we improve on for next time? But really just look at it as a whole and reflect on it. It's just going to put such a smile on my face to say, man, we did that. You know what I mean? We did that. We we did that successfully. And and uh, th- this is just such a blessing. And it's incredible getting to meet and interact with each and every single one of you. And, uh, you know, excited for our final two stops. Of course, guys, next Thursday, we're at Woodruff Road back in Greenville, South Carolina. And then it will be game week. That Tuesday of game week, we will be finally in Columbia, South Carolina at the Harbison location but again i just wanted to say thank you all those who came out last night bought merchandise interacted we had a great time appreciate carolina alehouse and augusta for taking care of all of our people and looking forward to finishing out this tsus tour on a high note guys also want to highlight we've added a new tsus athlete golfer evans lewis evans reached out to me big fan of tsus he is a major supporter of what we do hit me up wanting to be a tsus athlete i said come on board You know we support Billy Mack and the Golfcocks. So, Evans Lewis, welcome to the team. And y'all make sure y'all keep up with the Golfcocks and support South Carolina men's and women's golf. Also, I want to highlight, guys, bring to your attention, runyourpool.com, our Run Your Pool. We have one set up, the Spurs Up Show pool. Uh, We'll be doing gambling picks or picks every single week for SEC spreads and SEC games. It is free for you guys to join, right? It's free for you to join 
And the winner at the end of the season gets a $150 gift card to Fanatics. Also, guys, when you join the pool, I'll just tell you, I'll be transparent. You will be supporting the Spurs Up show because we have executed a deal with them. So, hey, why not play along, right? This goes really well with our SEC gambling picks that we're going to be dropping each and every single Wednesday like years before on the podcast. And we'd love to have you guys join. Hey, I'm playing in it, so you got to make sure you beat me, right? you got to make sure you beat me. Um, I'm playing runyourpool.com, the Spurs Up Show pool. It is there, and, of course, we will share that on social media as well. And then, guys, finally, I just do want to highlight, as we sit now just 15 days away from kickoff, uh, SeatGeek, if you do need tickets, guys, use the promo code TSUS at sign up. You'll get $20 off your first purchase of any purchase of $50 or more. I know everybody's buying tickets for Georgia State and for this entire season. Why not save $20? You can put that in your gas tank. You can use it for food. You can use it for the tailgate, what have you. Our friends at SeatGeek, that is the spot to get your tickets. Save some money in the process. They'll help you out. That's the promo code TSUS. Or excuse me, actually, strike that. Promo code Spurs up. See, I get confused sometimes with these promo codes. Prize picks is TSUS. Seat Geek, the promo code is Spurs up. I do apologize. The promo code is Spurs up, S P U R S U P. Spurs up, Spurs up, Spurs up. I apologize for that. I just completely messed that up. We're not cutting that out. We're not editing that out. It is what it is. Promo code Spurs up. See, now we'll see who was paying attention, right? Now we're going to see who's paying attention when you guys try to go put in the wrong promo code. SeatGeek.com, the app as well. Promo code Spurs up at sign up. Save 20 bucks. Go get your tickets. Can't wait for kickoff. All right. With that being said, let's go ahead and dive into it. The position unit preview series rolls on. As we talk, the Gamecocks tight ends heading into the 2022 football season. And before we look ahead, let's look back at how this group fared a season ago. Guys, this is such an intriguing position, right? Because every single year we make the joke, but we make the joke because it's a serious thing, right? Like we always have fans that call in a Shane Beamer show saying, Coach, are we going to throw it to the tight end more? Throw it to the tight end more. Like our fan base has this obsession for whatever reason with throwing the football to the tight end. Like when we're not moving the football successfully on offense, it's because we're not throwing the ball to the tight end enough. And, and I think, you know, to, to be fair, I think it's because we've had a lot of great tight ends come through here, but it's just like, why is that the default solution to any of our offensive problems? You know what I mean? Like, why is that the go-to solution? Uh, but either way, I think it speaks to the tight end play we've had over the years at South Carolina. But again, when you look at last year, of course, Nick Muse was the big returner for you. He was a preseason all-conference guy. Had a solid season, 20 catches, 222 yards, 11.1 yards per catch, two touchdowns, uh, just averaged 17 yards per game. I don't know that he had quite the year we were all hoping for and expecting. Again, I think a lot of that, though, does go back to quarterback play, as we mentioned, with the wide receivers, um, but did not have the type of year that we were all hoping for. And honestly, the tight ends, to be fair, and on that note of just talking about the fans, the tight ends did not get used and utilized I think the way that we were all expecting in the offense last year. Again, I think there's a, a multitude of reasons why, but it certainly felt like we were we were yearning for more coming out of last season and asking Marcus Satterfield, why are you not throwing to the tight ends more? Jaheim Bell, guys, emerged as a star, of course, which it's interesting, though. Jaheim Bell certainly last year was a tight end, but we saw him over the field similar to how I feel like he's going to be utilized this year. That's what's so intriguing with Jaheim Bell is that, you know, he is listed, guys. Here's the thing. Many of you are like, why didn't you list this guy at this position and this guy at this position? Guys, if you go to GamecocksOnline.com, the official website, if you look at the roster they have, 
they have Jaheim Bell listed as a tight end. Like, I, I don't know what else you want me to do. So I'm going to group him with the tight ends. But Bell came on strong at the end of last season, especially, especially in that Mayo Bowl. His final stat line for last year, 30 catches, 497 yards, 16.6 yards per catch, which was the best mark on the football team. Five touchdowns, which tied for the lead for South Carolina. He averaged 38.2 yards per game, but again, exploded in that Mayo Bowl, which I think really put him on the scene. Um, had a solid year last year, showed his potential, showed his capabilities. He was a guy I talked a lot about going into last season as a guy that I thought after the spring game, you saw him out of the backfield, you saw him at tight end, you saw him split out wide, and certainly he showed you some of that versatility a season ago, and he will look to build on that. Of course, guys, the Gamecocks added a big piece in the transfer portal, right? Part of the package deal with Spencer Rattler, Austin Stogner, his buddy comes with him from Oklahoma. He had a solid season last year for OU, did battle some injuries. But you look at his stat line, 14 catches for 166 yards, average 11.9 yards per catch, three touchdowns for the Sooners, and he figures to be one of Spencer Rattler's favorite targets, somebody that's thought of as, I would say, a similar playing style to Nick Muse, but an upgrade. Stogner looked at as an NFL type of tight end, um, big body dude again. Really excited for his game. You look at him, 6'5", 250 out of Plano, Texas, the veteran. And again, this is a guy that coming in, I think one of the biggest benefits should be that he and Spencer Rattler are on the same page. They have that chemistry from Oklahoma. Again, I think he will be one of Rattler's favorite targets. And then last season, EJ Jenkins, Trayvon Kenyon, those guys providing depth for you, uh, did not play a lot. Of course, EJ Jenkins, just one of the most intriguing storylines for Gamecock fans last year. Why did he not get the football more? And Jenkins, I know, went back and forth between tight end, wide receiver, what have you. Uh, but Kenyon, of course, returns, providing depth. Jenkins hit the transfer portal now at Georgia Tech. But Kenyon is back, providing depth for you. I think more of your traditional hand-in-the-dirt kind of guy and really excited for what he brings to this football team, especially after watching him play in the spring game. Guys, moving to this season, let's meet the tight ends for the 2022 football season. Of course, we'll start with the junior, Jaheim Bell, redshirt junior, Trayvon Kenyon, uh, grad student, grad transfer, who will Austin Stogner from Oklahoma, freshman Xavier Short, in-state kid from Chapin. Uh, you then got graduate student transfer from East Tennessee State, Nate Atkins, the son of offensive line coach Greg Atkins. Redshirt sophomore Dave Adams, sixth-year Chad Terrell, who had a touchdown in the spring game, a guy that has battled injury, come back from injury, played wide receiver now at tight end. Maybe he could make an impact for you. And then finally, redshirt sophomore Jesse Sanders from the CSRA. Aiken South kind of played his high school ball at South Aiken. So shout-out to Jesse, and I know Jesse. I've actually seen him out and about in Columbia at Colonial Life Arena and others, and he, he is a fan of TSUS, I believe, in the Spurs Up show. So, Jesse, shout-out to you as well. So those are the tight ends coming into the season, guys. Let's dive into most approved, best overall. Season will be successful if then I'll lock in my overall grade as well. And when you talk most approved, right? You know, I think anytime you're a newcomer and a new guy, uh, coming from an outside place, coming to this South kind of roster in the transfer portal, there's going to be pressure on guys coming from the portal, right? Um, just because you're being brought in. I don't think you're being brought in to sit the bench, ride the pine, whatever, not contribute. You're, you're being brought in to be a guy. And that certainly is the case with Austin Stogner. You know, you look at what he did last year in the Big 12 at Oklahoma. Again, guys, three touchdown catches, battled those injuries. But you go back to 2020 when he was an all-conference guy, 26 catches, 422 yards, and three touchdowns, which, again, guys, would have, would have been one of the best receiving marks. He would have been one of the leading receivers for South Carolina a season ago. 
I think in regards to mystery and what type of impact he's going to have, Stodner's the guy that I look at and say, I think he's going to be an impact player, but how big of an impact will he make? And I feel like Stodner has sort of been the forgotten guy in this tight end room, which is really surprising because he was such a massive pickup when you also signed Spencer Rattler. But because he was not there in the spring, he was not there for spring football, you know, all of our eyes and our attention went to guys like Antoine Wells and Corey Rucker and Devonnie Reed and, of course, Rattler and some of these other additions. Do not sleep on Austin Stogner and do not forget about big number 18 out there. But certainly there are high expectations for him. What is he going to be? I think when you look at this tight end room, for me, he is the biggest mystery because I think, of course, the potential is there. I mean, I think this is a guy, obviously, that's shown he has all conference potential. I think he can be one of the best tight ends in the SEC. Uh, but you want to see it pan out. Will he be one of Spencer Rattler's favorite targets? Again, there's a lot of pressure, a lot of expectations. But you love that because that means this guy has tons of talent and can be a big-time player for you. So, for me, my most to prove in the tight end room is indeed Austin Stogner. Let's talk best overall. And this one, uh, it's no secret, right? Jaheim Bell. Jaheim Bell, after what you see, what he did last year, guys, in the Mayo Bowl, uh, really exploding. The biggest thing for Jaheim Bell, he doesn't have the most to prove, but he's got a lot to prove. And the reason is this. Jaheim Bell, in my opinion, what he needs to show more than anything is that he can be a contributor on a week-in, week-out basis. Now, there were times last year where he would disappear. Many people would argue that was not his fault. It was all on Marcus Satterfield. And I agree with you, right? We're going to have some issues if we go through a two- or three-game stretch in which Jaheim Bell is only touching the ball once or twice a game. Like, this guy is obviously, we know now, hey, maybe last year it was a little bit of a mystery, a little bit of a secret, but we know now this is one of your top options. This is a guy that has to touch the football. And what makes Jaheim Bell so special is the fact that he's not just a tight end, guys. He, he can beat you in a multitude of ways. The guy is a freakish athlete, probably a receiver at the next level. I think many of us were, you know, a little bit surprised, I guess, that he was not moved to the outside. But I just think Jaheim Bell's a dude that, uh, you know, I think it was Marcus Satterfield in the spring said that he's a wide back, right? Copying the, the Debo Samuel mold from the NFL where they can just put him in any position on the field. Um, Jaheim Bell's a big time player. I mean, bottom line, He's got a lot to prove, but you look at the skill set, guys. I mean, he's got the skill set to be one of the most lethal and dynamic playmakers in the SEC. Uh, a dude that's a mismatch nightmare. Who do you put on him, right? He's too big for a defensive back. He's too quick for a linebacker. He'll outrun a safety. Very excited to see. Again, excited to see if Jaheim Bell can take that next step. I mean, you look at last season again, and 497 yards, sure, but that was surging at the end of the year. I think we saw the best version of Jaheim Bell late in the season. Now we need to see him carry over that momentum from that Mayo Bowl and turn that into a year-long, a season-long type of performance, if you will. But certainly the sky is the limit when it comes to Jaheim Bell, man. He, is, he can just beat you in so many different ways. I mean, Shane Beamer even said that if they moved Jaheim Bell to the running back room, he'd probably be the best running back on the Gamecocks roster. And that's a hell of a compliment and also a little bit scary. But either way, uh, Jaheim Bell, certainly a Swiss Army knife type of player, guys. Um, cannot wait to see how the Gamecocks utilize him. And, and again, I, I think the, the sky's the limit. I mean, this guy can be a top couple of rounds NFL draft pick. I mean, he can be, again, one of the most lethal players in the SEC. And certainly he needs to touch the football early and often for the Gamecocks this season. Let's move into season will be successful if. What will spell a successful 2022 for the Gamecocks tight ends, and I sat down for a while, guys, and I tried to quantify this one statistically and 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 just like, I was like, you know, I don't know exactly what the numbers need to look like. 
But here's what I say. For me, the season will be successful for the Gamecocks tight ends if tight end to win returns to USC. And some of you might be saying, Chris, what is tight end to win? I challenge you, go look at Andy Boyd's social media. Go look at Eric Kemry's social media. Go talk to my friend Rod Trafford. Tight end to win is a thing. I think Andy Boyd said he actually has it as his license plate, right? Tight end to win is just a representation of using your tight end to win ball games. The season simply, guys, is just going to be successful if we are using the tight ends and utilizing the tight ends on a consistent basis. I mean, that's literally it because these guys have talent, right? I mean, I think this is one of the best tight end rooms in the SEC. Of course, Georgia has set the standard for tight end rooms with all the guys they have, but I mean, you look at Stog and Bell, that one-two punch. That's an all-conference type one-two punch. I love Trey Kenyon's game, by the way. If there's one guy on the offense I think has the potential to be a big-time surprise player, it is Trey Kenyon. Uh, then Chad Terrell flashed for you in the spring game. Then you got a slew of other guys that provide depth. So, you know, I, I think as long as South Carolina is committed to using the tight ends, of course, it's going to vary by week, the game plan, who you're playing, matchups, stuff like that. But utilizing this group, man, utilizing this group, I think Stogner should be – Arguably Spencer Rattler's best friend, especially when you got third and mediums. Of course, we've already talked Jaheim Bell. The sky's the limit for him. You're going to see him all over the field. I think he needs to touch the football eight to ten eight to ten times at minimum. I think per game, as long as tight end to win returns to Carolina and the tight ends are getting the touches they need. I think the numbers are going to take care of themselves, man. I, I, I really do. I think you're going to see Stock have a big year. I think Jaheim Bell is primed for a massive season. Maybe he's even South Carolina's leading receiver, right? Because I know he's listed as a tight end, but I think we all agree. Jaheim Bell is not really a hand-in-the-dirt type of guy. He is an outside weapon. He is a receiver. He is the receiving threat, if you will. He is a matchup nightmare, and that is where his success will come. So, again, guys, for me, the season will be successful if – tight end to win returns to Columbia, South Carolina, which takes me into my overall grade. And guys, as you all know, I've been catching some flack on social media. I've been a fairly harsh grader, if you will, right? But I feel like I've been fair. When you look at this room, of course, like I mentioned, guys, I think Georgia is the best tight end room probably in the country, certainly the SEC. When you talk about Brock, Brock Bowers and Arik Gilbert and of course, they got old, our, our good buddy Oscar Delp on the roster, right? They got a couple other guys as well. Uh, their names slipped my mind. But that tight end room uh, is, is certainly elite. But you look at South Carolina. I, I mean, guys, it's right up there. I mean, you got two guys in Bell and Stogner who are all-conference type of dudes, depending on their numbers and performances, maybe even all-American type of players. I, I mean, I think the Gamecocks immensely upgraded to this position when they added Austin Stogner. Again, I think he should be one of Spencer Rattler's favorite targets. And then, of course, dude, Jaheim Bell alone makes this an elite group. So when I look at this group overall, guys, and again, I love what Trey Kenyon does for you in the run game. I love what I saw from Chad Terrell in the spring game. I think this is one of the more elite position groups on South Carolina's roster. The overall grade for the Gamecocks tight ends. Give me an A minus. Lock me in for that. Not quite an A plus because Georgia's an A plus. An A minus, though, I feel really good about this group. I, I, I think it's one of the best tight end rooms South Carolina's had in recent memory, and uh, we should see a lot of production from the Carolina tight ends in this offense, especially in the passing game, especially in the passing game. So overall, A minus, guys, that's my thoughts on the tight ends. Would love to hear your thoughts. How do you project? How do you see the tight ends? What excites you about the Gamecocks tight ends heading in this 2022 football season? Now, 
We're going to get into your listener questions. Before we do, though, yes, I do understand. I have not talked about the decision of Xavier McLeod. That is because I am recording this show before that announcement. Yes, I'm actually recording this show before the Alehouse event in Augusta, Georgia. I just honestly, guys, wanted to go ahead and say thank you and show gratitude because I know tonight's event is going to be crazy. But from what I'm hearing, Xavier McLeod, you're going to know by the time you listen to the show, he is a Gamecock. I do believe he will be a Gamecock. That's everything I've heard. If he's not, I will be surprised. Let's put it that way. Uh, on that note, guys, we just got one question today. You guys are sort of quiet. I guess everybody's just kind of gearing up, getting away from their phones, getting ready for kickoff. Uh, sort of detaching before they stay attached for a three, four-month period. Krusty Handy says, and it's the only question. He just says, hard question, but in your opinion, who's better, Stog or Bell? And this is a great question, Krusty Handy, because it's hard to answer because their skill sets are so different. Right, their skill sets are so different. Uh, Stogner, in regards to your traditional tight end, he's a better traditional tight end, right? Hand in the dirt, can also beat you in the passing game. I'm going to contribute in a multitude of ways. As far as traditional tight ends go, Stogner's better. But who's a more explosive player? Who's a better athlete? Who's a more big play threat? I mean, you got to go Jaheim Bell, flat out. You got to go Jaheim Bell. So I think almost comparing their games is unfair. Um, Jaheim Bell, I don't think, is a tight end at the next level, right? I think he's a wide receiver. I think you're going to see Bell split out a lot wide this year. I mean, I think they really, guys, just listed him as a tight end for the sake of they've got to put something on the roster, right? I mean, I, this is a dude that can play everything. I mean, he can literally slide back there and play running back. You know what I mean? He could probably do the freaking wildcat if they asked him to. So, I, you know, it, it's it's unfair for me to say, well, this one guy is better than this other guy. It's like, well, I, you know, a lot of it has to do with their styles and the way they play, and they're completely contrasting styles, both very valuable, though, and should have major impacts on this offense this season. So great question. Uh, glad we got them both too, man. I can't, I can't wait, can't wait to watch them. These are two dudes who are very, very, very important to the success of the Gamecocks offense and in turn the success in this 2022 season. Guys, that being said, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Hey, thank y'all so much. Again, first things first, I do want to hear you guys' thoughts on the tight ends. How do you feel about this group moving forward? But uh, seriously, man, thank you all so much. I appreciate the love, appreciate the support. Another fantastic week in the books, another successful week with the content, the live show, the merch, of course, the TSUS tour, everything, man. We're rocking and rolling as we sit now just basically two weeks away from kickoff. Cannot wait to see you all out at Williams-Brice Stadium on September the 3rd. Folks, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a fantastic weekend, and we will talk to you on Monday.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.